This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for Seminole Headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Your I camera's frozen. Everything is frozen. We locked I'm, up I'm not here. frozen. Ten seconds before we were about to start. I'm scrambling, but we're good. The boys are here. It's time for Seminole Headlines. And as always, Ira and Corey in the other room. Here I am in the director's chair. I think we got it working out here. We're coming back around. We froze up for half a second. Now we're good to go. Register Sausage. You're probably proud to be sponsoring this hour <laughs> as we get started. Good here. grief. Yay. Can I get back on the boat? Yay, Sausage. All right, there you go. Take it away, <laughs> Did you have any registers on the boat? Did they offer registers? They did not. It's It has not made I its mean, way to Royal uh, Caribbean. I mean, what are we doing here? I know. I agree. That's what it, that whole I cruise that was, was me point. looking down, looking, you, find, trying to find it. I thought you were going to broker the deal. I should Make it happen. I should have. I don't know. Where do you Have you ever been on a cruise ship? I've not. Th- there's got to be a thousand people that work on a cruise mm-hmm. ship. Where do they sleep? They they must sleep <laughs> way below deck. Like, right. Right. You saw so, Titanic. I did. Yeah, they're in the steerage department, right? Yeah, I guess they're getting screwed up. So I didn't know who rats. To, I didn't know who to go to to talk to the talk right, to right. about register. Sausages. My friend Suzanne, back in the day out of college, she went to work there uh, on a cruise, a cruise ship, and uh, man, the stories. Apparently, oh, I the, can't even the, the folks that work on the cruise uh, ships they get after it. <laughs> so, I would think, right? It I was mean, a, at that age, it's, it's yeah, good. You're eight hours on, just traveling the world, wherever, Yeah, yeah, not a bad deal. But um, I think she did have to entertain bratty kids. That was part of her job, so that wasn't great. Yeah, but then that's all the more reason to get after it in the nighttime. Exactly. Yeah, and, probably so. But Register Sausage is a, is a good way yep. to get after it as well. <laughs> Registermeats.com is the website, and you can have it delivered. If you live in the southeast, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, a bunch of parts of the southeast, you know the states in the southeast, mm. there's a chance you have it in your local grocery store. If they don't have it, go complain to the meat manager peacefully, yep. and then uh, or, or, order it at Registermeats.com. Ben, who runs the place, is a knoll. A lot of knolls work there. Great people. Great sausage. Order from registermeats.com. Do you want to name the states of the southeast? I th- I, there's there's <laughs> Louisiana. There's, where does uh, it stop? South Vir- Carolina. Is Virginia the last one? I, because Virginia was where the— close, yeah. I mean, that's where the uh, capital of the Confederacy Maryland, was. So Maryland's you know, So, yeah, Maryland's kind of the one that's the tweener. Yeah. West Virginia is the south. Virginia is your right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's correct. But I think if you've been to Maryland, you know that there's a southern feel. Oh, very Maryland. much so. Outside the bigger Maryland, cities. Yeah, Maryland feels, yeah, especially if you get outside of Baltimore, oh, Maryland buddy. feels a lot more, more more like the south than it does the north. Yeah, it's uh, a little shaky. Mm. A little shaky at times is all is the way I would describe it. Uh, we call it we call it the Ireland of the uh, <laughs> Mid-Atlantic seaboard. 
All right, boys, we get to go to practice today, and I'm for one and pumped. I mean, what a day, right? Today we go back. This is on the heels of the announcement this morning, which we already knew about, but they held the press conference. Ira, I did not make it to the press conference. I noticed that. Me yeah. Either. Did you? No, Corey didn't make it either? No. No. no, I, yeah. I, I, no Very busy. I, I'd already ta- I did all, all, and I watched the offer press conference. It seemed like he reiterated many of the things I got to talk to him about in Iowa City. That's what he did. He actually would say, he said, as I, as told, I Corey, told Corey last week, right. that's how he started every sentence. Yeah. So I read the release, saw the original thing. I didn't feel a need to be there today. Did you learn anything? We got some flavor. We got some flavor. <laughs> I, you know, one, there was two, I think, the most interesting news out of that press conference, which you can read about at Warchant.com. Watch the videos. Read Corey's story uh, that he wrote, wrote remotely. Mm. Um, the biggest news is that, you know, the, the even the event organizer said of all the games they've held in Ireland now, they've held several, that Florida State's fan base, the response has been greater so far from Florida State's fan base than any fan base that they've, they've entertained. Now, let me ask you, and I'm going to interrupt right there, because I'm kind of curious. You told me this in the hall, and I thought, you know, it's not surprising. But is that a little bit like a concert and the artist telling that city it's the best city they've been to yet? I mean, does it feel a little bit like they, good to be here in We'll Cleveland. see next year when he goes yeah. to the next site and says, look, <laughs> you guys are doing pretty well, but nothing like Florida State last year. We'll see, right? Now, yeah. they, He's not doing that at Georgia Tech, I bet. I do think they would have done that no matter what. But he really meant it this time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Springsteen really meant it in Tampa. Yeah, it was it was next it, to his heart from yeah, the heart. But yeah. no, Michael Offer gave me some real numbers. He said I uh, spoke to him afterwards. He said they've gotten over two thousand down payments from Florida State fans like Jeff Cameron. Yeah, I've, I've given you four. already did the down payment I four golf package. Yeah, the or? whole family. Did you? I haven't picked the package yet. Okay. I just wanted to get my two fifty per person designated. Make make sure I got my seat. Section three like- seventy six. It's like there. It's 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 nice club level. Oh, I'll look at you. I'm and, screwing around. And they've already had 50 requests for for suites. Mm-hmm. Which man, this stadium must be awesome. It it's is got, a huge. It's a big stadium. It's over 50,000. And I think it's originally. I think they were saying it's built for rugby originally. Um, and you know, obviously that that was kind of cool. Like just to hear him talk about the um, the hospitality. I thought that was one of his. The one John Anthony, the guy who is organizing it. I think he's the one that said it. That uh, the hospitality from Florida State fans has been great for, on their part. They've loved the way FSU fans have responded to this game. And he goes, uh, hopefully we'll be able to reciprocate when you come over in August 2024. So the, the party theme seems to keep coming up. You're nice. all over that microphone. It is it, your lip. It's like your mouth is knocking it. I like it. Is I it like the you look. Excited? Yeah, yeah. I like what I'm seeing. The problem is it's not it's not like solidly on here. No, it's, it's like it's just swaying it's around. Good, it's good. Don't let it swing around. Keep it still. <laughs> keep it still and steady. <laughs> So yeah, I think I'm taking. Uh, I think the plan probably be will be to take Brady. Um, that might be his first ever flight. Yeah, I got both boys going. This I will be feel, good. and I feel bad. Like I was thinking about this on the cruise. It's like I don't do enough cool stuff with my son, like my dad did with me. And this would go. be a really cool experience for Brady. Yes, um, it's, it's going to ruin my experience, but that's fine. It'll be cool for it's him. Going to ruin your experience? Well, because on, I'm going to be even parent mode. I'm going to be like, oh, Brady, don't do that. Please don't do that, Brady. No, no. my kids and I'll let them run around Dublin. Well, that's fine. Then if they can run around Dublin. Go. I don't know if Clark (laughs) and Brady running the streets of Dublin is what we want. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Bryce, we're fine. Bryce Bryce can hang with us. Bryce will be the babysitter. Clark Clark and Brady, we don't need that. Yeah, you figured that out. There might be an international crisis. You you figured it out with my boys, haven't you? (laughs) Bryce is solid. Like, when you just. Clark's a wild card. Five minutes of him watching me parent them, it was a whole lot of Bryce is good to go. Clark. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's, yeah. It was constant sort of just walk, walk, walk. Clark. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that goes. But he's in seventh grade. It's a bad grade, man. 
Seventh it grade, is. I would seventh argue, is the worst. worst that was my, that was my yeah. least favorite of all the grades. That's bad grade. I hated it. Anyhow, so we're all going to Ireland. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to have to drug your ass. So they, we've already talked about it. Have yep. you got it ready? Black no, I got, a boat, I got a boat set up. You're not doing a boat. Are you going to do a boat? <clears throat> no, I don't think they do cruises You'd to Ireland. You'd have to fly to New York to get to yeah, well, on a boat. So that it. would be defeat the purpose. Take so, it back. Take it back. No, Stephanie's told me, she's assured me that I won't. she'll take care of me to where I just lay down and then I wake up and we've landed. Like a baby. Yeah, like a little baby, <laughs> like a little newborn. So I'm hoping that happens. I'm going to look over, and Stephanie's going to be like tapping his arm, getting the, yeah, the yeah, make sure he's get, a, get the, the injection. Ready. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Yes, 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 please. <laughs> before we take off, before me, they fire up the engine. Give me the medicine, mother. <laughs> but, it, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a if there's a trip to fly to, it's certainly Ireland. Like, that's something. Yeah. That's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Um, we got to figure out, you know, like many Florida State fans are trying to figure out, Expenses, where they're going to stay, mm-hmm. but we got 17 months yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, you got it's a year from August. You got a little time. Yeah, but because so. you, you, so you can't buy plane tickets right now, but they are going to be expensive. Oh, I, this I, is not for the faint of heart when it comes to the money. It's not going to be cheap. No trip abroad ever is. So that's just kind of a given. But are we going to do a war chant meet and greet in Dublin? I think Gene. Uh, people asked about it on the message boards, and Gene was like, "That's a good idea. We'll see what we can do." We could do a GoFundMe to make sure the whole War Chant crew gets there. Yeah, we well, just Gene's got to step up. I think. Well, I think, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm sure he's happy to hear that. I think our uh, yeah, I think the War Chant faithful or got their own financial issues trying to make this. Well, trip that's happen. true. They don't really worry about us. Right, let's they? make sure Jeff gets there. Yeah, they're not yeah, doing exactly that. right. Yeah, good yeah, point. Yeah, no. So it'll be all right though. We're gonna have a good time, and today we should have a good time. As the buildup continues, you get practice followed by Florida State and Florida on the diamond. This is the beginning of a stretch that has the three of us slightly concerned for the baseball team. It might they, be uh, might be yeah. more Taylor Swift coming with this baseball mm, team. No, no, no. Just no, for this season. No, they this are not going to be sitting there three quarters of the way through the season with five wins <laughs> like the basketball team was. We're not doing that. All right. All right. They didn't start the out of conference two and nine. Well, no, they didn't. They're so better than the basketball team, but <laughs> yeah. it's going to be tough. Uh, Unless they find some pitching, it's going to be tough. Well, Wyatt didn't pitch over the weekend. Correct. So, you know, that's not great. You just if you got him on a normal rotation in the weekend, if you win that series, so one game, you lose the four to two game. If you win that game, we're not having the conversation. Nobody's upset. I'm still a little worried about the midweek. I'm, they're going to lose a lot of midweek games. Yeah, I, that's I, not great. I, I don't really care about midweek games. I care about winning your ACC conference uh, series, and and each one of those are really really important. Well, on the the downside of that though. They just played two of the worst teams in the conference, yeah, prob- at historically, home. at home. Historically, but and I think that, three BC and three. Split them. that BC team's not terrible. No, they're not. They're not. But I don't know that they're going to finish in the top three. They, it was funny to watch, man. One, one thing that was interesting about that is Tyler Holt is over there on their staff now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so remember back when he played for Florida State? Oh, and I do, was, yeah. He was brash. And he was the guy, like, you always thought, like, you like him on his, on your team. Hated him if he was on the other team. You got a feel for that this weekend because he's over there coaching third base, man, and he is chattering nonstop to whoever's base runners are because there's a lot of base runners for Boston College. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot game. of time to talk. Mm-hmm. And he is just nonstop, which is also geared to the pitcher. You know, Without not question. Not, uh, not, you know, overtly. He knows how to get under the skin. Man, and I just think he, uh, yeah, he was relishing – that weekend and and man, it, it's it's a. I feel bad for the staff. I do feel bad for Link and the staff because I feel like they're trying to put together a puzzle when all the pieces don't fit. Like imagine mm. going to a store and buying a puzzle, but you're missing. Th- there's no pieces. right answers. Like I don't know what the right answers are. They can get better than they've been, but can they get good? I I don't know if they can get good. I, 
they won't ever be great this year, but they could be better than average. So that's around good. Oh. Somewhere, you know, I, I think they that could would be, be better good. than average. Uh, I, I don't feel sorry for him. I think he knows what he signed up for. I think it'll be fun for us to watch how he manipulates this lineup. He's already having to put pieces, like you said, into places that don't fit. Uh, you know, let's just say it. I mean, Ferrer should not be in right field. There's other guys that you see anytime, well, wherever you put Nander, he doesn't belong there. So, <laughs> like, as you watch this and we look out on the field, there, there are times you're like, man, that's – He's having to play a guy out of position and or he's having to play a guy he didn't want to play. But until you get to go out and recruit your own guys, until you can get a better depth of arms, to Corey's yeah. point, you're going to have – you're going to have – you're going to lose series or you're going to lose some games. And sometimes, you know, the way it played out this last time during the midweek, I kind of thought they'd get hammered because of what happened the weekend before. So you're thinking to yourself, man, you're, you're just going to have to wear it. Like, you're going to have to roll a guy out there and he's going to have to wear one for the team. That first game against UCF was exactly that. Like – just going to have to take yeah. his ass kicking. The smart thing he did that Willie did not do when he took over the football program is, is Link was very clearly trying to lower expectations. He was measured. In the, in the preseason saying he's razor thin pitching staff. I've never been, a, I've never been around a pitching staff with this, uh, what, little depth. So he, he let us know right away that, okay, the pitching might be an issue, and he, he was uh, prophetic. So let's hope, it, uh, let's hope it turns around a little bit. By what, the way, okay. uh, so you were at the press conference today with Norvell. I was. So I watched the, the – the video recap. So he's as energetic talking about a game that's 17 months away as he is, I don't know, the LSU game, the, the 30 minutes after the block extra point. I it's, think if Mike, if Mike Norvell sees people, that's he just who he becomes. Up. He yeah. amps up. That's just who he becomes. It was, it, was, it was so stark because you had Michael Alford speak, who's not like that. Yes. You had President McCullough, who's certainly not like that, FSU's university president. Uh, and then the other speakers. But then Alford gets up there and he's just. Norvell. I mean, Norvell gets up there, and he's Mike Norvell. Um, so yeah, man, he's got one speed when it comes to public public speaking. Going back to baseball real quick, and I'll, and I'll yeah, well, we got some things to. Curl Last thing here. about baseball, real quick, is I did like one of the things I liked about Link last night or uh, Sunday after the game was that they had some calls go the go against them in that game. Oh, right? that home plate umpire was an ass. He was bad, oh. and 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 he was oh. and, yeah. Eric Gregg. I mean, Eric Gregg bad. <laughs> I mean, Not just it, the strike. Strike zone was bad, but then. He calls a foul ball on a ball that's hit off the ground. He thinks it's off the kid's foot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was not off the kid's foot. So they get a foul ball, and then the kid ends up hitting a two-run two single right. the next, like, two pitches later. He, I mean, just, and then the, there was, I think, a, a hit, a batter's, like, his elbow pad's hanging out over the plate, and it gets hit, and he gets a free base. Just stuff like that. They didn't get any of those calls. They also got squeezed on some situations early in the game, which I think affected Carson and the other pitchers. But what I liked about what Link said is, he's like, well, you get those calls if you're sequencing pitches and, and if you're hitting your spots. You know, if you're if you're commanding the game, you're going to get some of those calls. Florida State's pitchers don't, have not done They've that. They've been erratic, yeah. They have not been consistent enough. You can't have throw – if you throw a ball high, a ball low, and a wild pitch, and the next one's down the middle, you may not get that call. I mean, they're just – His eyes are – yeah, they've it, had to move all over the place. And so that's – so that accountability is good because I yeah. think I was concerned he was going to kind of rip the, the umpiring because he ended up getting thrown out of the game, but he didn't. He was like, no, we, we have to, we, we control that by how consistent we are. And he said, that's been a problem for us from day one. He got thrown out at the right time. It's the exact same pitch that was called a strike the last inning or, and then there was a fastball up and in that he, that he didn't call. And so you've had the inconsistencies there. That pitch happens, which is the exact one that he just got. Yeah. And so he had to get tossed there. To stick up for his team. He did. I think there's accountability. I'm not overly concerned. 
I think it'll be interesting to see if they're playing well by season's end when they get everybody back healthy. I think they probably will be playing well. I don't think they're good enough to, to win anything of, of major significance, but I just want to see how they're playing at the end of the year because I think some of the young arms are exciting to watch get better. You're starting to see that. You and I have talked about that some. And I think if you're healthy at catcher, you know, you have options anyhow, I think you're, you're going to be better there, and you're also going to add some more pop to your lineup. That lengthens your lineup. Yeah, Are they going to be defensively strong all year long? No, but if you get some guys back in their normal positions, it'll help. Uh, no, I, I'm not as worried. I'm not as worried. It's I just season. want I just want the listeners and the viewers to know that I tried to veer it back into football, and it was completely hijacked into baseball again. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Corey Clark's doing his part. We'll and, get there, man. We got a long show. It's all okay. Right, all right. I just starting off with the the mediocre baseball team after a week off. I I don't know. I don't know if that was the right play after losing to BC. Buddy, it's a spring practice. <laughs> It's going to be a fun one, though, and man. And we're going to be there. And they it's are in pads, right? They'll be they back in pads. pads. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I and the ability to speak on after practice what they did is Yeah, a it was kind of easy. a bummer. I was hoping they'd do Monday, Wednesday, Friday again instead of the Tuesday, Thursday schedule. So we could have something to talk about. We could have actually seen a practice yesterday. I want to answer two things here really quickly in the chat. We'll move to football after we take a quick break, and then it'll be mostly football. Uh, William, no, I did not say that there's a guy that does not wish to play. I said that he's having to play some guys that you wouldn't want to have to play. Mm. So just to answer and clarify that, I want somebody thinking there's a kid out there playing that doesn't want to be out there. Uh, I can't fathom that. And, David, we didn't ignore the basketball team. Once the pronouncement came that they sucked, what more was there to say? Yeah. They suck. They've got to play out the rest of the games in which they're going to suck. The only other question we had was, would they suck enough to get the head coach fired or not? What else would we have been talking about after we had become to the conclusion, very early, I might add, at 2-9 and nine in the uh, well, out-of-conference I, I think game. it was 0-3. Uh, yeah, well, we were like, this the is a wrap. game, I was a little suspicious. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, there wasn't it, anything else to talk about. Yeah, there's a couple reasons we do think that there's reason for the turnaround. And to put, to put a bow on baseball talk. <laughs> Let's do it. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, more time. Is that I think you, 10 more minutes. I love it. You do have some guys that are not playing right now that you think will get back. I mean, Cam Smith obviously will get back. McGuire Holbrook, the catcher. Who I love. Will get back. Yes. Um, and then also uh, Diamez Ross, the center fielder, will get back. So those are, you know, that changes your team a little bit. Now you could put guys, you know, maybe Nander, you know, you like the left-handed bat if possible. To, you mm-hmm. know, they need more yeah. left-handed bats, so maybe he could be a DH. Maybe and there's a couple guys that maybe could be DHs. You're a sweetheart, can you, Ira. Can you get three you or four? Are, you are a sweetheart. Can you get three or four DHs? <laughs> they should be able. To, you should be at least able to have two DHs. If you're per willing, game. like if you're willing to play three infielders, yes, and have you, two, you DHs. have eight position players, but two DHs. We just no, we're good. We're just going to play with eight. We're That's gonna, how bad some right. of the fielders we just, are. We'd you, we don't want them in the way. Have them a fielder at all? Just a vacant space. Patch of grass. Because by the way, that patch of grass will not overthrow a ball into Correct. the dugout. Yeah, it won't so, kill you. It'll, yeah, it'll, it'll hold it for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. you got a chance to hold it to a single at that so, point. So there is there is reason that this team could look different. Plus, this is the head coach's first year. He's learning his players. He's learning his pitchers. There's a chance there's some improvement. Part of the problem last year was like that team wasn't going to get any better, and that coaching staff knew those players, and it wasn't going to get any better until this offseason when they could start replacing those players, and I think you're going to see that over the next few months. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues in a moment. You don't have to play the music because i got to tell the fine folks about the, the fact that the NFL season has come to an end. Yes, it has, in case you didn't notice. But in my bookie, the opportunities don't win or to win don't stop. Get it together. Whether you bet to earn or make the games more exciting, my bookie gives you the most for your money with a redesigned deposit bonus. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code WARCHANT to claim a bonus 
of up to $2,000. Use the promo code WARCHANT to get a deposit bonus that gives you extra funds to play with all the way up to two grand. With my book, you bet on the NBA, NHL, UFC, or play for the share of the big cash prizes in the weekly online blackjack tournaments. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for WarChant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on to your football talk we go. And I don't know where you want to start, guys. Ira and I did the Monday Smash last night. Kind of excited about, well, we're always excited to go out to practice, partly because they have so many good players and so many, I don't know, competitive uh, battles going taking place at each segment group. So, I mean, that's just, this is so much different than it's been in other years, even last year. We thought they'd be better last year. Now they're definitively going to be good. It's a question of how, how good and who starts where. But also last spring, they didn't have all the offensive linemen they were going to end up with. Like, they got a couple guys in the summer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so. Including turning time, right? Like he Yeah, was a he, was, summer guy. he was like right before the yeah. camp. Um and so you didn't know ex- they didn't have quite as many guys on the offensive line, and some of the guys that they had were not fully healthy. I think Dylan Gibbons didn't practice much last spring. Right, right. There's some guys who were going through some things, you know, physically. So you never really got to see a lot of the great battles between the offensive line and the defensive line. And I think in once the season starts, you don't see a ton of that in practice because they don't want those guys wearing each other out. But I think there's that's what I'm looking forward to see is is not just competition in the position groups like who emerges on the offensive line or who emerges on the defensive line. But just those dudes, the best dudes, the really good dudes going to war against each other, I think we're going to see more of that uh, than we have. Yeah, I mean, on Friday, the last Friday before we left, uh, Tom Lang was there to document a, a lot of it. But, you know, Daryl Jackson was probably the best player on the field. He was he was really, really impressive. And, again, he might start, he might not, but he's going to be splitting reps, you hope, with three other guys that are pretty darn good. Maybe awesome. Like, uh, that's just, you know, we, they haven't been in a place like this in a long time where even your second-string offensive linemen are getting great reps against guys like that. You know what I mean? Like, Daryl Jackson could work somebody. Probably will and did. We saw it. Like, so that only gets them better. I mean, I guess or they could lose confidence and quit the sport. But that's typically only going to get you better to go up against a guy like that that isn't even Fabian Lovett. Like, you don't get a break with a lot of these guys on the defensive line. And the defensive end is the same way. Obviously, five is the best one they got. But 56, he gave Jeremiah Byers some problems. I mean, that's that's a different kind of speed coming off the edge that my man, I guess, was used to at UTEP. So he's got to adjust. It's just – it's so – the competition level is so high or higher than it's been here for so long. Um, it's really encouraging. It should only benefit the team. I call it, again – over and over, the you know the, the spring of hurt feelings because I think there are a lot of guys that started last year and are presumably starters this year that won't start. I think they get, they're going to get beat out. I you just don't tell them that until August twenty third. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just I, they know they're in a competition and players know more than anybody who's winning those battles, who's the better player. They they see it, they go up against it on a daily basis. I don't really care who starts if you're too deep with that kind of talent. Like you say, Corey, it's just going to benefit everybody. Players care if they start or not. But if, they're, if their reps are not, you know, appreciably dropping and they're just maybe not the designated starter, they'll live with it. I mean, as long as they're playing and they're part of the reason that the team is successful, most people can handle that. But that's going to happen at a lot of places. I think it's going to happen on the offensive line. I think there's a chance. I said it to you before we even saw padded practice that I think Daryl Jackson could be the starter over Fabian Lovett. It doesn't really matter. They could both start. You know, you, depending on the package you want to run and the front you want to run. 
but I just think they've got they've brought in a lot of talent, and a lot of that talent is going to beat out some of the incumbents. What's interesting is this is all still kind of new in the world of college football, the portal era, because in the past, like three years ago or any time before that, when newcomers came to a team, they're usually freshmen, and older guys don't care. Most of them don't even pay attention to recruiting. Like, they don't know who they're recruiting. They may entertain guys on visits, yeah, but it doesn't matter to them. They're just having a good time with some kids who might come to Florida State. To highlight that real quick and get you back to your point, I remember the spring or maybe the summer of 2010, we asked one of the offensive linemen about any of the newcomers that impressed them. He's like, it was like maybe the third day of camp. He goes, I don't know the guy's name, but the right. white kid, number 95, Bjorn he's Warner. really right, good. Right. And like, yeah. he didn't even know who he yeah. was. He's yeah, like yeah, 95. Yeah. He didn't know his name. He's right. like, 95 is really, really good, good. But I don't know what his name is. So and, yeah, anyway. yeah. And so the, and, and also the guys at their positions, like they're not concerned about it. Cause these are guys who are coming in after them. They're going to have to wait their turn. They got to learn. Just like they it, waited yeah. their turn. And then even these last couple of years, when you brought in portal guys, it was because you had huge holes. Yeah. So you're bringing in a Jared Verse. There's no question Jared Verse was going to start. There was no question Jermaine Jer- uh, Johnson was going to start or Johnny Wilson was going to be a key player. There was definitely no question Jermaine Johnson was going to start. What's different <laughs> now is you're bringing in guys in positions where you already had guys who think they're good. Yeah. And we're on a 10-win team. Right. And now they walk. Well, who's this guy? Hurt feelings. <laughs> I mean, Here it comes. And even if they knew they signed these transfers, it's different when you actually see them Go through tour duty and go through yeah, practice. They can and, play. Yeah. <laughs> I may not start over this guy. And he was brought in over me, and I'm a redshirt junior. Yeah. That'll hurt your feelings. This is where this is where when you use the portal, you can really benefit yourself, but you're going to see attrition. People are going to choose to go play somewhere. If they get beat out that far along in their career, they ain't sticking around most of the time. I mean, I think if you're a third-year player and you thought you were slated to start and they bring in somebody over you, that'll hurt your soul, man. Not everybody can handle that. That's, yeah, I don't, that's I, don't, be tough. I don't think on the defensive line it'll be an issue because they do rotate so much. Uh, other posi- uh, Clearly, quarterback would be an issue, but well, yeah. uh, offensive line could be, you know, if somebody comes in, it's going to take your spot, and you're, mm-hmm. it, you know, there's only five star- They don't rotate a lot on the offensive line like they do the defensive line. They do a little, but not to that extent. That's the one where you wonder, okay, if one of these fourth-year guys that's played a lot of football at Florida State doesn't foresee him starting, is he going to be okay being a swing guy in a backup at multiple positions? You hope. You hope, but you, you just I mean, Some don't guys know. can handle that. Some yeah. guys are, and they're fine with that. Don't you they think Darius to... Washington's a guy that, I mean, I hope I'm not jinxing it, is a guy that can handle it because he's never he's... gone into a year being a starter. Right? I think, yeah, I think he's probably pretty safe. Because he's a very important have... dude on this team, I think. No, he is, but I think DB's another position because you brought in some guys. You have you have everybody coming back except Jamie Robinson, and you brought in a few guys who could start in that Central secondary. Central Cypress is going to start, we right. think. So – how that plays out. Now, I think it's going to be interesting. The cross-training they're doing, mm. I think, is smart for a couple of reasons. Number one, it does give you experience and, and flexibility if there's injuries or other issues. The other thing is it keeps guys engaged. So now, okay, well, I may not keep my starting corner job, or I may not win this starting nickel job, but maybe I'll be in the top two at two positions. Yeah. And that's more chances to get on the field. So I think that that part of it's got to play into some of their decisions, too. It'll be fascinating. Spring, at the end of spring, is where we'll get a lot of answers. You'll just see, you know, there'll probably be, judging by the way this seems to be playing out, two or three guys that maybe you could reasonably see deciding to move on. And then there's probably going to be two or three that you didn't expect. Right. You know, just the way that they project their future just like everybody else does. And they're seeing, you know, Malik McClain kind of surprised us all a little bit. You know, that's a good kid who played hard and was a good player. You hated to lose him. You kind of understood it on both, on both accounts, right? You're like, 
you wish he would have chosen to come back. He would have gotten more touches this year, but there's only one football, and there's a lot of talent in that room. Yeah. And so, I don't know, what was he going to get, 20 catches at best this year? So, I mean, Florida he, State would go games where Jordan Travis threw 13 times. Right. Yeah. And so, like, McLean's thought is, all right, well, you know, that's cool, but I could be a featured receiver somewhere else, including a place like Penn State, where that's a high-profile gig. If he goes out and catches 42 balls this next year in the Big Ten and has a good year, he, he's probably thinking in his head, that ups my draft position, gives me a better shot than if I stay here and catch 17 balls because there's too many players here. And you don't blame a kid in that situation, but it's the kind of thing that we're going to have to get used to. And I'm talking about, like, if I'm speaking for the fans, it's going to be tough when you wake up and you pull up warchant.com and you're like, oh, damn, so-and-so just decided to jet. It's going to it's gonna start to happen. Yeah. You just hope, like it's been the last two years, uh, you're, it's, it's the, the sands on the scale are tipped <laughs> well in your favor. <laughs> Well, in your favor, like because they yeah, have. They it. already are, man. Like so far, the sand's all been here. It remains that way because they, I mean they, they have they have who have they lost? Corey Durden's the one they lost. I think that real they could have really used the last. That one hurts. Um, that's about it. Cyrus um, Cyrus Fagan would have helped. Sure, sure, but Cyrus DJ Fagan, Matthews. Yeah, uh, yeah, but not the Durden's the one that you felt, and I think. I don't think you're going to feel Malik McLean. Maybe Sam McCall becomes something, and you're going to feel that one. But the trade-off is Cypress, Fisk, Daryl Jackson, Jermaine Johnson, Jared Verse, like oh, you, go Johnny on. Wilson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been really... Jordan Travis was a transfer. I mean, they have they have crushed the transfer game. But yeah. as your roster gets better and deeper, it's, yeah. it's it's harder and harder to to maintain that ratio because you were losing guys like um, I don't know Josh Griffiths. People like that. They use, Devastating. I mean, yeah, right, Don't bring you know what it I mean? up again, I, I know. Jesus, I, I remember soon. where no, I was. I mean, there's a long line. I mean, it's the Quayshon Fullers, and I mean, it's a long line of Carter Boatwright. I mean, there's been a ton of guys. Raymond that, Woody, the third, and the second. I forgot you that. lost both yeah. of them. Devastating. The, uh, but, yeah, I just think that that's, that, that portal window is going to be interesting because Florida State, honestly, they're going to have to lose a few people just to get, say, 85. Yeah, there are too many now. They're going to happily open the door for some that want to sit down and talk here soon. I mean, that's, oh, come right in. What's on your mind? Mm-hmm. Oh, you. Well, I understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no effort. Just trying to. You sure? No, no, that's great. Listen, by the way, we anticipated this might be coming. Yeah, there you go. So that is going to happen. By the way, so, Corey, to your point, Iris famed analogy there, the sands on the hourglass. What's the weight doing in the. Or the sands, the on, the sands scale. on the scale. What's the weight doing in the hourglass? What, what are we. What are the, the weights, or what are they doing? <laughs> Is there any? There's nothing in the hourglass. It's no. just flying the through the... The sand's gone. It's on the scales. Yeah, the sand is on the scale. That's what so I that's do. That's what I'm saying. The I, weights are in the hourglass. I, I pour the sand from the hourglass into my, into onto my scales. scales, and I take those weights, and I give them to Corey to work out with. There you go. I like it. I do but have a question. We need to replace something in the hourglass. We're, we're about to take a break, right? Mm, we are. So I just want to get this in real quick. I got a spray tan before the cruise. I, I'm I'm okay uh, willing I, to admit uh, that. I'm, sho- I'm not shocked. Right. Um. Does it? It doesn't make me less of a person, right? To get us because because why are you I'm, asking? Is it eating at you? It is a little clearly, bit clearly. because I I'm so pale. I'm so pale, and I knew I Who might have my shirt off. Well, the people on the boat. He says he was doing it for them. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I would I would have blinded them. Literally, I'm I'm so white. It's it's impossible. So I got it. So much so that when you see me with the spray tan, it still looks like I'm the palest person on the boat because I just wanted a light dusting. I wanted a light dusting. We're going further down a road that we don't need to go down that I know. continues to be I know. something I, to document. I, I, <laughs> something to document. I, agree. I mean, yeah. Jimbo's got a guy. 
for the implants. If you want <laughs> oh, that's true. I, well, no, that would be a bridge we too go far. For, we I go can't from do the that. isthmus to a full main. A main, like yeah, a lo- yeah. flowing lock. Yeah, we go Matthew McConaughey, come in here. All of a sudden, you've just got too much hair. We don't know what to do, do with it all. you think people would notice <laughs> if I did that? Just saying. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You and I talked about running back Corey. Who's the guy that, I don't know, do you think there's a guy that is a surefire candidate to not be here at the end of spring? Let's just put it that way. That running back? Yeah. No. I don't think there's a. That's interesting. I, yeah, I think uh, the, the Toa Feely is such a unique yeah. weapon that they're going to find ways to use him, and he he trusts that and knows that because they always have. Uh, Benson certainly isn't going anywhere. Starter. Rodney Hill's a redshirt freshman that's going to get more playing time than he got last year, so it's looking up. And Keziah Holmes knew the deal when he got here, and he's going to play. I think he's going to play, and I don't think he could go because they don't have the. You know, he's already transferred once, but he's going to play. That means yeah. CJ Campbell. Oh, well, That's yeah, possible, yeah, but I don't yeah. know, man. I'm, I'm not, not rooting sure for him to that. leave. I'm just saying, I mean, this is the kind of exercise you can do right. as a fan if you're thinking about these things. I mean, I just presented that because they're so loaded. Yeah. So it's easy to say, well, frankly, even though he's a good player, C.J. Campbell, because he could start somewhere. I think it'll be interesting with quarterback um, after the spring. You got four guys. You're going to have four guys in August. I don't know. You hope, and probably, because all of them have a reason to stay. All of them have a reason to believe they're on the right trajectory, right? Doesn't feel like Tate would ever want to leave. Well, Duffy's not going to leave. Also, I think, Tate, freshman. I think Tate thinks he's going to start. He's going to be starting in Dublin yeah. with all of us drinking yeah. Guinness. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, I don't think. I think the. I think T- Duffy's the one. If you, if there's if there's one if that he they feels have like to he's getting squeezed right, out. Right. If there's yeah. one that they have to kind of massage, it's going to be Duffy. Um, but, but the good he, thing is, I mean, he's looking better. So he was a freshman last year. I don't yeah. feel like he feels like he's getting squeezed out. No, but he could feel like it. But he's already got. Two kids coming after him. He's yeah, got, yeah. Brock Len's already here, and then uh, the C- Crumminhawk kid is coming in the next year, and he's like one of the top five con- quarterbacks in the country, according to on three. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but it's a good problem. All of these problems that we or we speak of and describe as problems are good things when you have too many good players at a position, uh, or potentially too many good players at a position. Where it's bad is when you get one of your best players. Like, you know, we we did a we did we done a number on some other programs. South Carolina feels bent over on the regular. Yeah, they so they've, they've I become imagine, a pipeline. Yeah. They're like the uh, Gwinnett Braves and the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I'm, it hadn't happened at Florida State yet, but I imagine it will. You're going to end up at some point. Somebody's going to be like, "Well, let's go grab one of their starters." Yeah, but, I don't. But, I, that's that's interesting though because there aren't a ton of starters at a program like Florida State with the prestige, the ranking, the the the, the tradition. Yeah, that are sure constantly not that, State, that are constantly losing starters. I don't know. I mean, I I guess Alabama could raid. Florida State, but I feel like Florida State in that competitive in the NIL marketplace right now is pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I don't know. I don't know that that will be the issue. I think it's more about the Sam McCalls of the world, the guys that you want to develop, that need a year or two to develop, that they come and get. I don't know that they're co- going to come and get a Johnny Wilson. But we're also focusing on the the downside to having good competition is right. that in this yeah. era, yeah, you might lose some guys. The huge positive side to this is if you played at Florida State from twenty. 20- 18 to 2022, 2021, you, and you were a quality player, like you didn't have to really compete ever. You knew you were going to play. Yeah. You knew nobody they had nobody you. else. Yeah. If you could play, who's who was pushing Jamie Robinson two years ago? Who was now, pushing Brownlee? Brownlee would never right. come off the he, field. He, stayed on the, he would yeah. play 80 snaps. And now 
Some guys are self-motivated. It doesn't matter. But for a lot of players, that's going to make them better. So that's got, that has to be what has these coaches excited. The guys who do stay and compete are going to be better than they would have been otherwise. Yeah, I, I was always jealous of, well, recently Georgia, but uh, LSU did it on defense for years. Remember that? I mean, leading up to that national championship team, I mean, they just were loaded on defense year in and year out. And you would see the depth of that talent in the draft because they'd get so many kids drafted. And you'd think, what was practice like? Can you imagine being at those practices where your starter is a first-team All-American, the backup ends up being an All-SEC kid who goes on to get drafted in the second round? Like It, yeah. was, it was nuts watching all those guys. You saw it a lot. And you, you, and again, this was Florida State was like this in the '90s as well. Sure, but like you, those guys, especially on the defensive line, they don't want to play seventy snaps. Nobody should. So, so they're they're cool with rotating. And I don't yeah. see. You, I don't think you're going to get a lot. You said that earlier. I don't think there's going to be a lot of issues there. The positions where guys don't want to come off the field usually. I mean, obviously, offensive line, those guys don't rotate much. And then the secondary and a receiver. I think those guys want to be out there as much as possible. Those guys can run all day. And they want opportunities. They want the most at bats possible. Yeah, to so your point, even running backs are, like less carries now than they yeah. used to. You know, if I mean, they don't want to be worn out, if yeah. they're going to be in the league, they don't want to be worn out by the time they get there. Which is kind of interesting about Trayshawn because he's a guy who I think still would have gotten carries, still would have had opportunities here, but I do think he wanted more carries, which is why future, he went to Kansas yeah. State. Well, and it's weird with running backs. We grew up. All of us did in the era where guys didn't even start to quote unquote cook until they got fifteen to twenty to twenty five carries. Remember that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like Michigan was, would always have a guy yeah. like a Ricky Powers or somebody that had forty one carries in a game, and he his twenty eighth to his thirty sixth carry was when he made all was, his yards. Was it Wheatley and Wheatley? All those, yeah, yeah, remember yeah. those guys? Tim Biabaka Batuku. Yeah, thirty yeah. six carries. And, yeah. Yeah. Always. Well, you go all the way back, even like a John Carter at Penn State and guys like that, the same thing. Like they wanted and in the NFL. Walter Payton, Emmett Smith, all these guys, 25 to 30. Yeah, and they're wearing your ass out to where you don't want to tackle yeah. them anymore. And oh, then that's yeah. when they start breaking off the 30, 40 It's totally line. shifted now where even kids in college at running back will say, oh, well, you know, I don't need, I mean, 12 carries, 12 to 18 carries, just fine. You like, know who has no qualms with running a running back a lot is Jimbo. Right. Jimbo gets a dude that can make plays. He's like, I'm just going to give you the ball 36. Like his running back he had last year. Why he used give to him the ball 37 times. He did it with Dalvin. Well, uh, and he should have. Well, it, that sure. would save the team. Yes. Uh, and I, it didn't really seem to hurt Dalvin too much in the NFL. No, I think when you have a freak, you got to run him. Your job as a college football coach is to win college football games. You're paid handsomely to do so. If there's a precipitous drop off between the number one starter at running back and the number two starter, then you better give the number one starter a ton of carries. But the good news here is that you have a clear cut starter, we think, in Trey Benson. But really, I don't think the drop-off after that is going to be very steep. I mean, I think the second, third, and four, even fourth guy are all good players. And I think there are times where you can say, okay, Benson doesn't have it today. Toa, I like what Toa, I'm seeing from Toa Feely, and Toa Feely gets 14 carries, and Benson gets 11. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that happened some last year, not with Toa Feely getting 14 carries. But in that in the uh, bowl game, Benson was not your best back. Treshawn Ward was. Mm -hmm. And they Treshawn Ward's the one that won the game with the, the well, Johnny Wilson and, and my man Fitzmagic won the game. But Trayshawn Ward gave him the lead with that that long touchdown. Now, the coolest thing we heard, I, the coolest thing I heard at the coaches' luncheon we had was with David Johnson. He said that in that game, and I think he said it publicly also, but, you know, everybody knew Trey Benson was close to 1,000 yards. But even Trey Benson knew that Trayshawn was having a much better game. And as that game went on, they went to Trey and said, do you want to get back in? And he's like, no, let Trayshawn keep doing what yeah, he's, he's doing. he's on fire. And that's pretty cool. It's really Trey cool. Trey Benson seems like, I mean, and they've got a lot of those guys. I are, would like to ask him about it some other time. I mean, I, 
I, I never played running back, so I don't know. It's got to be interesting. I mean, how is it that a running back has an off day? Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say, well, it's the same way everybody has an off day at their job or whatever else. I don't know. You run hard. You have vision. It doesn't change week to week. You know, I mean, it's kind of strange that Trey did have those moments last year where he just seemed reluctant or hesitant, is yeah. maybe a better word. Whereas, and you needed a guy to hit the hole 100 miles per hour and stop dancing. But that's strange to me because I, I thought some of that was residual from the injury going all the way back to Oregon. He really says, and when we, we just talked to him a little bit about his running style, and he said he just, he, it's taken him a long time to understand that he's a big back. Like he he's, is a he's, big bitch. He's always known yeah. he was big, but he didn't need it. Like in high school, yeah, he just ran away he just from people. Ran away from he's people. also fast. And he was on a great team that ran for a million yards. And so he's running through huge holes and running to daylight, and he outran people. Yeah. He's having to learn how to be that. So I don't think it's second nature. It hadn't been. Yeah. And I think that's why there was some inconsistency there. Well, you would think that lesson learned, right? Because right? when he ran hard last year and hit the hole moving, guys got trucked. Yeah. And he embarrassed some people last year, several times over. And to, and a testament to that speed, despite the size, is the kickoff return, is all the stuff that we saw from him last year where he could run away from people. Who finishes second on the team in, in carries? Tofield, probably. Toa Feely, yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, what's cool about this team is that you do have options, man. Like, if, if Benson, for some reason, isn't feeling it, I mean, I think Rodney Hill has a chance to be something real nice. Keziah Holmes is a guy that, like, he just kind of got lost in the shuffle last year. It's like, I okay, like him a ton. He averaged three yards a carry at Penn State. He was on the scout team last year. They had these other guys. You're like, okay, maybe he play. I think he's going to be a big part of this team. Definitely is. I think he's going to be a really big part of this team. It's awesome to have another big back in case your primary big back isn't running well which probably won't happen much, but it will happen some because it's sports. And you have another guy that can go in and maybe give you a different uh, look. I don't That's know. a really good question. I, I, the, the more that I'm kicking it around in my head, I, Toa Feely catches the ball so often, and he's such a big part of the offense. I don't know, though, that he'll get the second most amount of carries. I, yeah, I, I might, wonder what he had last year. Yeah, well, what, let's, we could Probably 100 up. carries. Because I cause don't you feel like this will be a big year for Rodney Hill as well? I mean, I they love I loved him. It. I He's mean, a I, great player. I, yeah. And I think Kaziah too. I mean, yeah. it, it'll be see that competition. That's what we're talking about. He had that ninety. Is... He had ninety three carries last year. Toa Feely did. So that's what is that? Five, six a game, seven. Yeah, a game? he doesn't carry it a, a ton. Um, I don't know that he'll get more than that. He'll catch a lot of passes yeah. as well, though. I mean, they're, they're going to continue to throw him the ball. He's really good at it. I don't know. That's an interesting question because I Holmes could be the right answer. But you also way. have some early games. You have two huge games in your first month of the season, LSU and Clemson, where I don't know that you're going to want to be finding out what you've got in some of these other guys. Like, you know what you've got in Tofili. I mean, I think you've, you've seen him right, run in right. big games. You haven't really seen Keziah Holmes run in big games yet. You haven't really seen Rodney Hill do it in big games. So I, I wonder if early on you lean a little bit more on Tofili. Yeah, the the LSU game, obviously, you're going to play all those veteran players that were part of it a year ago and who you can trust greatly. But you do have, uh, until you get to Clemson, you got a couple experimental kind of fun games right. um, where you can play everybody. Yeah. You were giving me a look like you wanted to add something to the conversation, Corey. No, no, I just like your I hat. I was trying to play off. No, I like your hat. Thank you. It's a nice hat. Go Bolts. I, I wish I, I need to start wearing hats. I actually think oh, we're no. stuck in between here, guys. I think what happened over there? Oh, when Corey lost his uh, cord came his out. Cord. I can't hear what you're saying, Jeff. Simple headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. 
Roll it on. Short segment here. We'll get to headliner questions in hour number two. Corey, I'm told maybe you did not post uh, for Facebook questions. Yeah, I did. Did I not? Somebody called you out on the Twitter feed, Iris Fame Twitter feed. I hadn't seen that. Mm. Yeah. No, I did like at 9 o'clock last night. I had to record the you podcast. You did do it. You I did think do so. It. Unless it didn't go through somehow. But I No, did, yeah, I trust I you. Believe, I believe you. I was just, I saw it. got me on, worried. Oh, no. I, I think you're probably right. I just saw a tweet go out last night. I was watching the World Baseball Classic, which was awesome last night. And uh, I was sitting there watching that. And I saw that Ira right after we got done with the smash. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, let me see. And I pulled it up. And this guy commented that, um, he, it, well, I'll read his question. He, he comments that he thinks you're in a gang because you always give gang signs. When you take pictures, I don't know. That, two, I don't know that the peace sign yeah. is a gang sign. Well, I think sometimes the way you do it might suggest you're in a gang. I'm not, and I'm not doing There's any of lot, weird things of with my things fingers. Going on with from you. Atlanta too. Yeah. Well, that's true. Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Boulevard, Carter Boulevard. I mean, you have to fit in. Always you have to doing adapt. Your sideways yeah. stuff. It seems a little bit. Pretty soon you're gonna start pointing a pistol. Well, a but, fake one. Like yeah, a fake one. Yeah. yeah, like you know, fake gangster. Yeah. So there's that, and then uh, and it, but he said at the end of it, I think he tagged it. Still no Facebook post. Mm. Well, I think we I think we made it. He might have just been keeping score, letting everybody know that I was on it, had it done. Because I mentioned the cruise. Going. I mentioned that I was on a cruise. Corey came back from his cruise. We're back from a week. I know I typed out the question, so uh, we might get you some cruise questions. You typed out the question. Have you ever been on a cruise? Person? He I hasn't. Have. I have, yeah. It's all right. I hate the cruise. It was all right. I think they suck. It's all right, though. If I'm not will- if you're not willing to fly like I'm not, it's a nice alternative to go see. Yeah. There are away. good cruises. My father did the big, massive Alaskan thing where you're on a massive boat and you do it upright. I did the one to the Bahamas. I did another. I've done two or three, and you, I, I don't like them. You think your dad would take Corey and I on a cruise? I, yeah, take me first. The father's son taking me. cruise? He's never uh, yeah, taken me. Like, but you don't like cruises. But I'll go on the one. If we're doing Viking cruises or something like that, so I'll do again, that. How are we going to get to Alaska? I, I'm out. Can yeah, I take done. a cruise you're to done. Alaska? You're to- done. I'm going. Iron, I'll fly. Yes. We're all right, we'll send you pictures. Y'all go. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'll go to Coco K or whatever that nonsense. Yeah. Is. So did you see your frogs and all that? Did I did not. Off? I didn't get off the boat in Nassau. Mm. Didn't didn't feel the need. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Didn't feel the need. Um. I like I liked the boat when it was empty. <laughs> it was fun. My my buddies in South Florida would go back when they would do the the, the uh, gambling $45 ships. dollars. Yeah. Take it out. out Just there go out there to oh, gamble. Oh, buddy, yes. I've done that a lot. Now, that's fun. But I also, like, I would, half the time they would come back and go, yeah, I lost all my money in the first half hour. Now you're just stuck at you're sea. You're just stuck on a boat. Yeah. Till whenever. I'm sure they have plenty have, of ATMs. I was going to say, you got si- they got plenty of ATMs. <laughs> you got to have side money for your drinking if you to right. drown out your miseries while you're out on the boat. You're like, man, I just lost $7,000. How did and, that happen? And they give you drink packages on your card where right. you get unlimited. Well, they're not free, but they're unlimited drinks if you pay enough money. So Stephanie got both of us that. Yeah. Which I think we, like, a beer on a cruise is like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. So Imagine that. It's not yeah, I mean, but that's so just, no. just if I drink five <laughs> McUltras, which I did. That's that's forty dollars, and that was just for you know what thirty all, minutes. All part of it. Yeah, yeah I know. It's almost like it's free, Corey. I know, almost. <laughs> You're also the. Uh, it's funny when people that live in a college town like Tallahassee, and then you see beer prices in real cities. Hey, holy. oh, buddy. Hey, let's not say that Tallahassee is not a real city. In no. non-college cities. There you go. Yeah. That's much better a phrase. Big city. I mean, it, yeah. we're a it's, state capital, Ira. It's just like what? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Eight, uh, nine dollars. My yeah. brother, my, one of my brothers, lived in Denver, and before that, he lived in San Francisco. And I'll just say this: he was making more money than most of us will ever see. And he's like, "I'm broke. I'm broke." He goes, "We go out to eat." Three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. I mean, you can't get away with it. Two beers. Screw you. You're having water. <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah. <laughs> Hour number two, headliner questions coming your way. Hang in. Coming on headline. Continues in a moment.